listening to Hope Alive, your number one online Christian radio station. It is 10 minutes past the hour of 10 o'clock. It's a God's Love Thursday. And we just gave you music by Cece Winans. And thank you so much to Sanele for the top of the hour news. And today on our God's Love couch, we have Helen Lamola who will be joining us. Uh, Ole, you want to read her profile for us while we get her on the line? Yes, most definitely. Right now we are in our God's Love segment. And we have Helen Lamola, a 31-year-old from Soweto. She holds a master's degree in polymer science and is employed by one of the chemical giants, not only in South Africa, but globally as well. She is a wa- she is a wife to uh, she is a wife to one Litula Lamola, one husband. I'm sure she meant to say one husband mm. to Litula Lamola, who is also in the similar chemical industry, uh, although a chemical engineer by quality qualification himself a proud mom to a beautiful five-year-old boy with one more on the way falling in love with jesus was one of the best decisions she has ever made i can she cannot imagine her life without the holy trinity she believes she is gifted with the gift of showing compassion she's particularly she feels strongly and most passionate about helping the poor and the needy she is uh, reduced to tears whenever she realizes that she cannot reach out to save every one of them but uh, it is the prayer of her heart that it, uh, she always lets the lord intervene ladies and gentlemen help us welcome telephonically helen lamola <laughs> hey very good, good morning, morning helen morning morning and how, how are, are you, you this morning? Well, thank you. I'm glad. We are yeah, so we we are good. We are good as well. Thank you so much for taking your time out of your busy schedule to join us here. We wish you could have come in person. I was yeah. telling Neil <laughs> Hori, I wish I wish Helen was just here. You know. <laughs> Yeah, sorry about that. We're, we're cold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But and then other than that, it is always good to have someone joining us just to share all their story with the Christ, who is our Redeemer and our Savior. Yes, yeah, of course. So, as Helen, now I just want to ask you, Hore, if you could describe yourself in three words, how would you describe yourself before we get into who is Helen mm. and where was she born and bred? Describe yourself in three words for us. Sure. Um, apart from that, that um, lengthy detailed yeah. um, intro you gave, <laughs> um, I'm, I'm a people's person. I, I, I'm one of the introverted extroverts. Um, those that know me really well, those that are in my circle, will tell you that I'm quite talkative, quite um, the bubbly active one. Um, yet there are people that think I am totally reserved mm. and, and keep to myself, you know. Mm. Um, but yeah, I guess when, when I'm comfortable, when I'm with my people in my circles, I, I'm just that person. I, I like to talk. I like I like stories. I like telling stories, listening to people's stories. And yeah. Mm, nice. So to get to know you a bit more, please tell us about your background, your upbringing. Is she a sibling to many kids? And how was how did she get to finding Christ? Um so um, 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 I was born and bred in Soweto, grew up there, 
attended most of my schooling there. Um, in a in a very small household, it's just mum, dad, and and my baby sister. She's actually 29 years old now, so she's yeah. hardly a baby anymore. Um, but yeah, it's just always been us. And um, so, so after matric, I left to further my studies in in Pretoria. Um, and that's where I think I really developed a, a strong relationship. That's where Christ found me, rather. Mm. Um, so, so, so I grew up in a, I grew up in the church basically because my dad, um, he always insisted on it. My grandfather, his father was a, a priest or an elder in, in, in the Lutheran church and he raised them in such a way, you know, they were forced to be God. Bible studies at night, you go to church, it's not an option. Mm. And that's how dad raised us. You know, even when he wouldn't go to church himself, we knew my sister and I that, you know, he's just going to drop us off at church for, for Sunday school. And, and it's not negotiable. When you got a bit older and start wanting to make excuses um, just to bank church, we knew that um, what that meant was that you're not going to get pocket money, unfortunately, for that month because mm. he just wouldn't hear of it. Um, and he was just trying to stand against, come down against the excuses and all of that. So, fast forward, I'm now a big girl. Mm. Um, I think by myself in, in Pretoria. The first year um, came with a lot of um, exploring. You know, you're enjoying your newfound freedom and, and all of that. Um, although, I could never really, I could never forget the upbringing. I guess when the Word of God says that you... We must bring up children in the ways of the Lord so that, um, you know, they do not depart mm. even when they grow older. That thing was always in me, even though in my younger days, I just went to church because it's a, mm. it's a requirement in this household, you know. But in my second year, I think um, my friends and I started visiting one of the churches in town in Pretoria. And we all just fell in love. Hey, we, that's where we started to commit. That's where we really fell in love. Um, that's, that's when I started, you know, I had to go to church, not because um, my dad is not going to give me any pocket money or whatever, mm. but I, I, I long for it. My spirit longs for it. You, you know, you even attend the, the midweek sessions. And yeah, from then on, the love journey began. <laughs> Amazing. So some of, what are some of the principles that uh, were instilled in you, Helen, when you were younger that you are now applying uh, to yourself and that you are also passing on to your children? Um, just just to, to, you know, the fear of the Lord, I think that's the biggest thing. Mm. And um, I find that it, it stops me from or keeps me away from a lot of things. You know, even when I had my freedom and all of that, there were just things that were off bounds for me because, mm. you know, it, and you know, something, one thing with me is I always feel like it's fine. Maybe I can get away with it. I can, I can smooth this. And, but you know, you know, you need to go back to your prayer time wow. at the end of the day or when, whenever your time is. And then my thing is always been, then what do I say? Mm. What do I say then to God? You know, so it's just, that fear has just remained in me. And even to this day, I mean, when no one really can dictate to me, yeah. um, I, even from certain temptations, you just, you just, it's the fear of the Lord that keeps me um, grounded. Mm-hmm. And that is what I think I'd like to, to install um, or instill in, in, in my children as well. Amazing. Because there are many, there are many um, scenarios, so many things can happen. Um, you can't, 
try and give each and every lesson, each and every teaching. But if you've got that 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 baseline mm. in check, you know, it will just help you from from um, when it comes to many situations. True. Now, kindly yeah. please tell us about a scenario in your life where you have seen God's hand, God's love in your life. Since this segment is all about God's love Thursday, tell us about an incident, you know, something that has happened in your life where you felt that, you know what, your back was against the wall and God came oh. and showed himself. Yeah, 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 Ole. Um, yo, I have got so many. Mm. I have got... I have got so many. I I think my whole life, yeah. mm. my whole life is, is a testimony to that. Hey, um, I look at um, my upbringing. I look at my background. You mm. know where things started out, and I look at the journey I've traveled and where I am now, and where I can see that I'm headed to. You know, and I, it's just the hand of God everywhere. Mm. You know, there have been. Um, specific moments when you're crying out to God and you're panicking and you're like, you know, Lord, if you don't do this, it's not going to happen. Move, move right now. I need you, you know, and, and, and I've gotten that so many times, but to be honest with you, I feel like my whole life is, is, is just a testimony. I, I feel like, yo, it's, it's, it's been God all along. I feel like I am, I am one of those, what God's favor, you know, I've, yeah. I've got, I've got the favor. Favor with men, favor in heavenly places. Things just, you know, when you say things just mm. work out, and it so feels basically like a friend of mine said just last week, and I was telling her like a couple of good news, and she's like, "Yo, go attract dinner, dilotau, dinametera, ne." Yeah, and that happens so many times, and whenever I think, "Yo, this was my best year ever," like how could everything? And then it's like God just keeps trying to to show off. Yeah. But um, my whole life, basically, my whole life, um, where I am, my whole journey, every step of the way, I don't think I I I I, I even dreamt that I'd be here. Mm-hmm. Um, that things would be going as well as they are going. Um, it feels like the foundation is just just right. Everything is in place, man. Mm. So you're still, yeah. you 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 studied engineering, right? Uh, sciences. What's my science? Sciences. So, um, yeah, yeah. Very related in some institutions within the chemical engineering department. So was it was it always your passion to go this route, or your parents influenced you in terms of what uh, line of career you should venture into? No, no, I knew nothing about I knew nothing about it yeah. until I was in it. So one thing I knew um, in matric is that you know it's not an option. I need to further my studies. It's not an option yeah. to stay at home. Yeah. You know, and things were a bit difficult at at home as well. You know, from a financial standpoint. Mm-hmm. But I had a, a sister of mine, um, a cousin. She was doing. Um, I think she was studying industrial engineering at the time. Mm-hmm. And she said, because um, she was the one that was going to help me apply and all of that, because where am I going to, I need to go look for an internet cafe. I don't even know what I'm doing, you know, with the applications. Because unfortunately in matric, a lot of a lot of students, um, especially in the townships, yeah, I just feel like they, they it's, it's just an overwhelming process. Most of the time, it's just the one to help you move forward. You don't know where you're going, really. Mm. So she she said, um, okay, um, there was this section we covered in one of the the modules, and it was about polymers, and they looked interesting. And I was like, you know what, whatever, anything, you know. Mm. 
I was studying, I was doing sciences in, in, in high school. I was like, do I qualify? Okay, you can apply. And she did the whole application for me, even for res and all of that. I got accepted. Mm-hmm. Um, so I had to write a test and all of that. Mm-hmm. Um, got accepted, got res as well. And I just found myself there. <laughs> and I, I learned when I got there, okay, so this is what this is about, you know. Yeah, but okay. with me, I mean, even if you ask me now, or maybe now I have some sort of an idea, but many years after I'd qualified, I still couldn't tell you what my calling is, mm. you know. But what I do know is that wherever I find myself, I, I just I need to make it work. I can't, you know. It's not an option. I need to make it work. So I was there. I found myself there, and I made it work. Um, I got employed. I've been moving around. Things are going well. I'm still taking it work. So that's how I ended up here, really. Amazing, amazing indeed. And we know that in the in 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 the journey after we have received Jesus Christ as our personal Lord and Savior, it is always never an easy one. And we we are saying, Hore, you know what? You have seen God's tangible life in your in your life, your whole life, isn't those But we always know that we are always faced with trial, trials and tribulation. What can you say have been some of the challenges in your walk with Christ? Um, sure. So, so especially in my um, younger days, mm-hmm. as a younger Christian, um, uh, yeah, yeah, growing up, you know, growing up comes with its own thing. So I'd find myself um, um, in, in certain situations um, that I wasn't supposed to, to where I wasn't supposed to be doing things I wasn't supposed to be doing, you know, mm. um, because that's what, that's what everyone else is doing. We are at this age, this is where we at, everyone is doing this. And I know I shouldn't really be, I shouldn't be here. I shouldn't be partaking in this. Mm. Um, but it's just, it's just hard somehow to, to let go. So that was the one thing that always got me grieved. You know, there was just this, this one sin um, um, that I'm obviously not proud of. But every time I would read the word or listen to the word anyway, or or you're listening to a sermon in church um, and, and the word sin is mentioned, in my head it only just meant one thing, you know. And that used to trouble me so much. Mm. And, and you know, you try. You, you try to say, okay, um, this is what I'm putting in place to say I'm walking away from this. Because sometimes, hey, the pastor would even put it as it is to say, hey, my child, you know, walk away from that. Mm. And I always felt like it was such a, a personal attack at the time. And it seemed like the messages just seemed to follow me around everywhere, like literally everywhere, you know. Um, those sort of messages were just stalking me. Um, and funny enough, now that I'm not in that position anymore, I don't even hear of those messages anymore. I don't know if they're still being preached. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if it was just directed at me, mm. you know, but yes, I did struggle with, 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 with a bit of, um, yeah. In, in my yeah. I mean, all of us. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we have just done some things that we are not proud of in uh, in the past yeah. and everything. But the good thing is that we bounce back from all of those things, and God is always there and merciful, and we keep running. So, as we are about to wrap up our interview, Helen, maybe there is uh, a young lady who is sitting at home who is uh, feeling like, you know what, um, I'm listening to Helen. Uh, nothing is going right for me. I mean, why does 
Why does it look like God has favorites? What do we say to those kind of people who seem to have lost hope? How can you encourage them this morning? Uh, sure. Um, so, yo, uh, in, 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 in my journey, in my walk with, with God, um, mm. even though I say that everything always just seems to work out for me, yeah. it doesn't, you, God is God. Um, mm. He answers prayers in his own time, in True. his own way. So even though in the end, he always just gives me the best of, of whatever I, 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 I wanted, or he exceeds expectations, at the time when he says no, um, or at the time when he says not right now, yeah. um, sometimes he says yes, you know, but the yes is not, it's not how you, you had it planned. Mm. I mean, we're human. I, my, even myself, I weep, I cry. Mm. But I've learned, I think, through having so much experience and that kind of relationship I, I have with him, I've learned to really trust God. I've learned to really, really trust in in his timing and, and how he unfolds things, you know. One of my favorite scriptures is is, is in the book of Isaiah. Mm. And that's what God is saying, when the time is right, I, the Lord, will, will make it happen. I, I believe that so much. I've seen it. It, it. it still happens to this day. So sometimes even when I'm crying because I'm disappointed mm. because now he's taking me away from this situation, he's removing that from my life. And I feel like, but you know, Lord, this is not fair. You know, I want this or I believed you for this. And I felt it in my spirit that you confirmed it and only for it to not happen. I'd be crying yeah. at mm. the time with tears in my eyes. But with my mouth, I will always just say, um, if it's your will, it is okay. Um, I know that when the time is right, you will make it happen. Mm. And trust me, ladies, trust me, he does it every mm. single time. So um, I think the advice is just just learn to wait upon the Lord, you know. Mm. And, and, and I don't want to wait sometimes because you don't have any other choice. I mean, what else can you do? But it's in the how you wait, what you do while you're waiting. Mm-hmm. A lot of people, while we're waiting, we're stressing out, we fasting, you know, we waiting on the Lord, but we also trying to help ourselves get things done. You know, uh, the Lord helps those who help themselves. But you know, I can't just be sitting back or you panicking or, or you losing your faith and your trust, you you losing your praise um in your mouth. And that's really I think where we get it wrong. So learn to while you wait, just relax. Just sit there and hand it to him and tell him. I mean, we. the nice thing about God is that we can really just talk to him like our, our father and be yeah. vulnerable with Say, Lord, you know what? This is what I'm feeling. Just, this is what I'm feeling. This is what this is doing to me. Sometimes it's feelings we're not even proud of ourselves because we're human, you know? Mm. Things you can't even talk to people about. You can go to God and say, Lord, this is me. This is what I'm feeling. This is how Ole, you know, I look at Ole's life and this is how I feel and that and the other. Help me. I can't do it on my own. I need you. I need I need you to do this and help me carry this. Then once you've handed it over to him, just try and and relax and just be expectant, you know. Mm. I don't know if I'm really I don't know if I'm really a like and this is what my dad said to me a couple of weeks ago and I was thinking, and he said, Do you know that you like him? Sure. I mean you like him, your things everything that you do just, just you know, it just works out. Mm. But um and luck is not the word, the kind of word that I would use. You know, I know that yeah. I, I, it's God's favor, and I, and I acknowledge that it's not my own doing. It's not by might. It's True. not by strength. Um, it's not. Yeah. So I, I, um, I've lost my train of thought. Um, 
yes, but the advice is just just wait on God. Oh, oh yes, what I was saying was I don't know if these things happen because um they just happen or is it because I've learned to expect I've I've come to learn to expect things to go well. Mm-hmm. So they just do because of that. So just be expectant of the Lord as well. Um, while you're waiting, you're not just holding hands. You, you 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 keep in touch. You talk to him. You communicate. You keep the praise on, and you you go through the experiences and the emotions of what things are gonna be like when everything is fine. Mm. Be cheerful. Be of good cheer. I mean, the Bible tells us that mm. as well. Mm. But yeah, I think that's that's that on that. Wow. So you have basically <laughs> learned, on. you have you have learned to also. Im- to, to embrace God's no, I mean, because yes. we can't yes. like all the time get whatever we want and everything. Mm-hmm. Just, as, uh, just it's, it's, it's like our physical parent. If yeah. you go and ask for sweets in the morning, they're going to say, say no. no. You have to eat breakfast first and so forth. But thank you so much. Thank you so much, Helen, for your time. And uh, really, we have uh, had a great time with you here on Hope Alive Radio Station as the talk ladies, as the rich aunts. And we trust that people at home as well have grabbed a thing or two from your story. Thank you, the rich aunts, for having me. Thank you, <laughs> Thank you so much. We next time, next yeah. time, next time you're going to be interviewing Helen, you're gonna be here yeah, in, in the studio. studio. She'll take it all off, ne? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thank you so thank much, you so Ellen. Much. Enjoy the rest of your day. It's 31 minutes yes. past the hour, 10 o'clock, and uh, we are still in the God's Love segment. Do not go anywhere. And uh, right now, we are going to take a song, and thereafter, we'll be right back. You are listening to Hope Alive, streaming live from Hope Restoration Ministries, Kempton Park, South Africa.